Odd People, you are listening to The Universe Unhinged, your weekly news for all things bizarre. I'm Chris. And I'm Liz. All right. Welcome back to another week. Yeah, another week. Hello. Hello, hello. Wild and unhinged pod people. (laughs) What's going on? So, I learned a very wild fact this last week that I thought uh, I really wanted to share. On average, I don't know if you knew this, but on average, if you lived 79 years, you lived to be 79 years old, you would have spent 22 years of your life sleeping and you would have spent six years of your life dreaming. Wow. Isn't that wild? That is insane. Aside from that, there's all these different theories around that, around dreaming living this whole other world that you barely even remember, which is also just wild to me. I don't know. It's like we have a whole different conscious experience that we aren't even aware of. Six years of our life is spent in a whole other world. Somebody had posted a comment or something basically saying that guys spend (laughs) a total of seven years of their life or something like that in the bathroom. What? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Which I believe that. I'm just saying. I do I do too, because I'm thinking of Dan, your husband, and Dylan, my partner. And both of them I know spend more time in the bathroom than either you or I combined. Yeah. Exactly. So that's interesting. What are they, doing? they they spend all what? their time pooping, sleeping, and dreaming, apparently. <laughs> They're like big babies. No <laughs> offense to our, our male listeners. <laughs> but, that's but maybe really they're doing mysterious things behind the door that we just, we know nothing about. We can't it's a whole new world for them. <laughs> that took a whole new turn. <laughs> yeah, Ted, that was, that was great, actually. I appreciated it. <laughs> so I, I had a question. Do you... Do podcasts have mascots? Mascots? Um, Is that like a thing? Because it should be. I mean, I've I've never seen that. I mean, I guess our mascot would be... Oscar! The... Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, is that where this is going? I mean, I was thinking, he was thinking that he could be our mascot and he could wear this little pod costume and go around and promote our podcast. What do you think? Oh gosh. Um... <laughs> is that a no? How? That... You're, kind of hurt, you're hurting his feelings right now. I'm just saying. But... I'm so, I'm, you know, I would, I would pass on that, but maybe we should take a... <sighs> You know, if any of our li- listeners have yeah. a, have an opinion, <laughs> Oscar is excluded from voting. Yeah. If I'm being extra bizarre today, it's only because of the crazy news I keep reading about. So this is just like a little quick thing that I heard, but there is a man in India who is apparent, he's a food vendor, and apparently he sells cotton candy in exchange for human hair. What? And no, he said this it is doesn't matter. It is real. He said it doesn't matter if it fell out, if it was pulled out, or if you cut it off. He accepts all and you. But he does. This is what he does with the hair. He uses the hair for his other business, which is making wigs. Oh, but I thought that was interesting. Really sweet. That is kind of sweet. But at the same time, I'm like, 
so I can take all my 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 hair that's in the drain of my tub and send it to this guy and he'll give me cotton candy. Can you mail it in? I don't know. That would be interesting to find Let's out. Do so you know his name? I'm going to type in cotton candy. I don't I don't have hair. the article in front of me, but it was it was just it was something that I had uh, discovered while I was reading through our bizarre world this past week. Yeah, you are right. I do. I do see that. <laughs> I uh, definitely will not be eating this man's cotton candy. Yeah, I mean, who's but... to say doesn't use hair in the cotton candy? I don't yes. know. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing. I don't know if I don't know if we're gonna get weirder than that today. I mean, I also have piles of dog hair floating around my house. I'd be more than happy to send it his way. Might be good for people who want more of a shaggy hairstyle. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is very sweet, though, and oh, that he makes wigs. Yeah, that's a sweet. That's a sweet thing. It's just a very odd way. Yeah, to go about I've doing never it. heard that before. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, can't say I have either. <laughs> uh, but in all serious now, let's get down to business and turn Ooh. our attention to that which is breaking headlines in the UK. Okay, and that is hit me with it. That is the story of the legendary Goat Man. Have you heard heard Ooh. this floating around out there? I certainly have not, but I am excited to hear it today. Okay. So I'm not sure how legendary he is quite yet, at least there, though. Um, he's been spotted. I feel like you can't be considered legendary until you've been been spotted by a few different people in maybe a few different locations. And then you can be like, yes, we got the legendary goat man running around. <laughs> but um, this story has been found in was in several articles actually this past week, including the Star and Mirror UK. Uh, but there were okay. other ones too that I had come across it. And anytime I read something, I often wonder if there's a way to find uh, the original source of where or from whom all these these places, like different articles and stuff, get their info. Um, I think that's important too to kind of see if we can track down where this the original source of something is coming from. Mm -hmm. So I found out that it came from a forum. This was all posted on a forum that a user who goes by the name of Galloping High Road posted <laughs> on what is called Mum's Net. Okay. And basically, it's a forum for parents that want to chat about parenting issues, but also they can talk about anything in between, including, you guessed it, Goat Man. <laughs> <laughs> so what I ended up doing is I actually created my own username, and I went onto this forum, and I tried actually reaching out to Galloping High Roads, because I wanted to ask her if they had come up with a name for their goat man yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and she didn't actually directly respond to me. It had looked like she hadn't been on the forums in a, in a while, but um, reading through all the forum posts, I actually went through 34 pages of these forum wow. posts that are all about this goat man. <laughs> and okay, so what is goat man? Well, First of all, it's the, I wanted to tell you that they did settle on the name, um, and I believe they're calling it the Staverton Goatman, named after the village it was spotted near in North Hampshire. 
Okay. Although I have to say, I prefer Baggy the Goatman better, which is what Galloping Ooh. High Road originally called it. But <laughs> the other users... I prefer... Huh? I prefer that. Too. I do too. But yeah. she said because... Um, because of Staverton, I guess, is near the town. And a lot of legends and stuff stuff you think of come from the town that they're they're found in. So they went with Staverton Goatman. But yes, I did I did prefer Baggy as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm gonna read Baggy. I'm gonna read you her original post that started this whole thing. And she was also surprised to find that this ended up in the articles in newspapers and stuff around the UK as well. So she wasn't, wow. it wasn't something she was expecting. So it says, we had been away for a few nights and traveled back quite late towards the end of our journey. This was about 2 AM. We were driving along an A road in a rural area when something crossed the road in front of us in full headlights for about three seconds. So it went fully across the road. It was about the height of a person, maybe six feet or over, but had short, powerful legs and hips, which seemed to move in a circular, fluid fashion. It was not a deer because it stood on two legs. This was in the Midlands, and the area is traditional rolling fields and woodland. In this particular spot, there are no houses or buildings. Nearest is over a mile away. We drove back today as it's only seven miles from home to look at the road layout and whatever it was moved into a wide bowl shaped field dropping down to a stream. And then she posts the question, any ideas? And so from there, theories just exploded across this forum um, about what it could possibly be. Anything from a large cat to an alpaca, a thin bear, or even a wallaby. Which, surprisingly, hmm. there had been reports of a white wallaby in the area, and I didn't even know they Ooh. had wallabies. <laughs> so. I don't even know what a wallaby is, so... <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> I mean, a wallaby, from what I've what I've get, gathered, is basically a smaller version of a kangaroo. Kangaroos, hmm. apparently, can get are huge. They can actually hmm. get up to be six foot and higher, oh. but wallabies are a lot shorter, more around, yeah. maybe, like two to three feet i just looked up a photo and they're adorable they are aren't they cute they're so cute but i had no idea that the uk had wallabies (laughs) no i'm assuming we don't right no we do not these aren't like (laughs) i mean i've only seen a quarter of the the country but who knows what's in Idaho? I mean, that's true. An Idaho I mean, we, we, we have Bigfoot, so why not a wallaby? I mean, to, who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Seattle. I've never been to Seattle. Maybe they got wallabies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my my far by far my favorite response on the forum was this. A person, they said, a person with their pants around their ankles staggering off for a poo or a wink is more likely than a wallaby. <laughs> running at a very fast pace <laughs> is the that that was by far uh, my favorite comment like about what it could potentially be and even they said no it can't be a wallaby i mean it's more likely to be a guy with his pants around his ankles who because would... obviously it would be a man given circle back to our introduction <laughs> men spend so yes. much of their lives 
Exactly. In that deed. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Galloping High Road goes on to also describe the color as being dark brown. But she did say because they had their Mm. their lights on that, that sometimes it could, you know, sometimes things look different in a brighter light. But she felt that it was more of like a dark brown and was 100% convinced it was not a wallaby, as she had seen plenty of those. Um, And a closer description would be to what the one person described as it being like a thin bear. But I didn't know this Hmm. either. UK doesn't have bears. So they have wallabies, but they don't have bears. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Um, Did not know that. Neither did I. And she says that the closest that they could come to describe it is a large man goat on hind legs, but really stocky ones. And then goes on to say that obviously not that, though, because things like goat man, slender man, sasquatch don't exist. And I would say that depends on who you ask. (laughs) (laughs) That is, yes, yes, Um, I would agree with that. But yeah, so at one point... In a forum post, though, she does say that the strongest impression for her was the goat head. So she says hmm. that she remembers, like, seeing it having, like, a goat type of head. So at this point, um, people start asking her if she can draw a picture of it in the forums. They're like, can, we need to see the picture of this. Can you draw a picture? Right. So right. based on what Galloping High Road described... And after some back and forth, um, there was another user who actually drew the picture for her um, and came up with this image. I actually sent you that image, so go ahead and open your phone and grab that. I want you to see it and tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. So I had actually reached out to the user um, of this drawing on the forum and asked if it was okay if I posted it on Instagram. And she kindly responded and said that I could. So that will okay. be there at the Universe Unhinged right. if anyone, anyone wants to see the drawing. But I think it's quite creepy. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looks like a, like a fawn. Like a, isn't that what those fictional, mythological... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very fawny. Yeah. And so the, the um, Galloping High Road said that she had actually captured that drawing pretty well from her descriptions... Um, there was another drawing she had drawn that was more slouchy. The car- the creature was slouch, and she said actually it stood more upright. So then she went back and redrew this one. She goes, "That's perfect." She goes, "I actually wouldn't change anything." Um, but that was how she had um seen it. She said the feet were more like flat footed. She couldn't tell if it had hooves, mm-hmm. uh, or anything like that. Yeah. But this was pretty much she said what she saw. <laughs> Wow. Now, you may have already said this, but was she in the car with anyone else? Yes, or was she alone? there was somebody else in the car. I don't know who who she was with, uh, but yes, mm-hmm. they did see it as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so weird. I mean, you know, they say, I don't know who, but people say that fiction is rooted in some sort of truth. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, fawns, you know, all of that. What's the... Fawns, and then what's that creature from Harry Potter that lives in the woods? Was he a fawn or what was he? Centaur, yes. Did you see Chronicles of Narnia? So, like, Thomas? Yes, which he Thomas, was a fawn. He was a fawn. Yeah. So, something yes. similar yes. to along those lines, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, Galloping High Road 
did go back to try to see if she could spot it again. But Goatman did not appear the night that they had returned. And she, at this point, she kind of was giving in to her own doubts and concluded from what other people had suggested that maybe she, what she saw was a mangy deer on its hind legs with something on its feet standing up trying to kick it off. Okay, <laughs> but to me, that know. sounds less plausible than Goatman <laughs> yes. himself. I would actually agree with that. Like a deer running on two feet. But no, 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 no. Actually, there are, you can Google this. There are deer that they'll, they'll, they'll stand up on like their hind legs to eat like off of trees and things like that. So people were suggesting. Do they run on their two legs? I don't know that I saw a video. That would be something to like YouTube really quick, but they okay. they said that if they 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 get startled, potentially it could have taken off running on its hind legs. But don't forget, she said it crossed the road. So at this point, why is this deer still running <laughs> on its hind legs, yes. crossing the road? Yeah, yeah, doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me either. I'm going with a goat man at this point, and I for one say I would tell them to keep keep the legend going and don't give up because Bigfoot but no listen because Bigfoot does not often appear in the same place twice so why should Goatman you know yeah and also this is not the first time that Goatman has appeared at least maybe in the UK but here like besides myths and legends like we talked about in Greek mythology and throughout history, we've had our own legendary goat man appear right here in the States. There's actually been several of them. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, so this one, this is an urban legend that comes from the depth of Maryland in Prince George County. And he is described as half man, half goat, and is said to kill teens, eat dogs, shrills like a goat, and is said to have a distinct foul-smelling odor that can be smelled when he is near. And, hmm. get this, he even wields his own axe and has been known to run up and start beating cars with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this started, the tale goes, it started in the 70s, apparently, that a hmm. scientist who works in the Beltsville Agriculture Research Center, he was working on some experiments with goats, apparently, <laughs> and one day like any good scientist yes and one day the experiment backfired as they always do and he was mutated into a half goat creature the goat man <laughs> oh my gosh i mean that's a heck of a story no but Who knows? the interesting thing about this which could also be a cover-up but apparently this actually became so big that the usda had to come forward and publicly deny creating this creature accidentally. Wow. So, yeah. That's actually, that's very interesting. So, I mean, that could potentially be a cover-up. I'm just saying. You never know. Hmm. And also, does this not sound like something out of a superhero movie where the villain ends up experimenting on himself and turns out yes. to be, oh, I don't know, like Doc Ock or the many other supervillains who... Shall, yeah. shall remain nameless because I can't think of their names at the moment. <laughs> so the creature in Maryland, anyway, was also described as being between six and eight feet tall and commonly claimed to have a human face, but with a body covered in hair. 
And how it does say that descriptions differed on whether Goatman greater resembled a hairy humanoid or a human with the lower portion of a goat similar to the fawns of Greek mythology. Hmm. So while the story of how he was created may remain a mystery, because there were some other theories, but that was the most popular one of how Goatman became was created. Uh, the story of what he does, it seems to stay the same across the board. He jumps onto cars, he chops tires so they can't get away, and then he drags their, the victims into the forest with him where they are never seen from again, alive at least. And I would just hmm. like to mention that there were 14 murders around this time, potentially. Okay. Um, so people blamed it on Goatman. On Goatman, and wow. It also became more popular in 1971 when a family came forward and blamed the brutal decapitation of their new puppy on the goat man. And then the oh dog, my gosh. I know. And then the dog's <laughs> head was found 14 years later. How crazy is that? That, that is quite wild. Um, how did they know that it was their dog's head? After 14 years. I don't know. I don't know if they found it, like, on their property. <laughs> it would just be a Well, skull. it was decapitated. Maybe they had it, like, DNA'd. I don't know. Who knows? Okay. But they okay. knew. Okay. They knew, Liz. They knew that that was their dog, okay? <laughs> their head. Of course. I mean, if I saw my did. dog's head buried in the background, or someone's yard, I would no. immediately know it was my dog's head. <laughs> no, you would not. Oh, my gosh. As much as I love my dog, Stella, I'd be like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> We had eight beautiful years <laughs> together, but I don't, I wouldn't recognize it from anything. <laughs> um, but there's also the Goatman of Texas, and he's said to haunt what is called Goatman Bridge, where if you park okay. on it and turn off your lights and honk your horn three times, the Goatman is said to appear. Wow. Yeah. Goatman is... So he gets around. Goatman is not, like, a relatively new thing. I mean, so you guys on the Mumsnet forum, don't give up. And next time you're out (laughs) looking for the mysterious and unexplained, I say check your senses and see if you smell anything foul in the area. Because you never know, you just might run into the axe-wielding Goatman of Staverton. A.K.A. Baggy, by the way. Baggy. Uh, Along with Baggy. Yeah, I like Baggy as well. That is... That's fascinating. That really is. Yeah. I'm surprised that I've never heard of it. I mean, given our interest in Bigfoot and, like, Loch Ness, you know, like, all well, of those Well, I live ones, close to Maryland, and I never even heard of the Goatman of Maryland, so... <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Um, hmm. But have, like, have, is, have you... This is something I've wondered have you ever seen anything unusual while you were out like hiking or anything um one time when i was in michigan i mean this isn't that weird though because i'm pretty sure sh- i mean i don't know what it was it looked like a very large cat like a okay. like the size like the size of a panther but we don't have panthers obviously in michigan um and it ran real quick and then it was gone. You know what? So I don't know what it was. I think I read about that at the time because there were multiple spottings. Potentially, they're saying they're saying that it could have come from because like Kentucky or somewhere I know had they have like wildcats and things like that. Yep. But I mean, yeah, that's that's it. But did you know at the time that it was a cat? I was like, that was definitely a very large cat, not a house cat, but a very large cat. So it doesn't fall into mysterious in the way of 
not I, I don't know like what, what right. was yeah, yeah but it was still weird at the time okay what about you though well one time dan and i were driving um i don't even remember what road it was now it was a few years ago but along it was a road where that leads kind of up to where the appalachian trails and stuff are and okay. he swears i was sitting in the back seat with bailey so i didn't see it but I remember at the time, he'd be like, whoa. He was like, whoa, what was that? And I'm like, what? Ooh. Like, I looked up and I didn't see a single thing. But apparently, he swears to this day that he saw a lion running across what? the road. And I, sa- I said, what? A lion? And he says he was either that or some type of, I, I don't know. Like, he-, he swears it was a lion, though, because it had a big shaggy mane. He said he can make out the mane. And you can ask him this one day when you see him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that is wild. I thought that was interesting, but I've never seen anything that I could be like, oh, maybe that's Bigfoot or maybe that's, that's goat man wandering, wandering around, you know, but Hey, one day we just need to put it out into the universe. One day, one of them will walk into our lives. Yeah. <laughs> and Mum's Net Forum, oh if you guys over there in the UK come across Goatman again, please keep posting it because I will follow this story and I'm curious to see if anybody else spots your Goatman. So yeah, that was good. Yeah, that so good stuff. Goatman, how about you? What do you got going on today? This is gonna be a little bit different than Goatman. Okay, well, I'm uh, excited. but I think that's good. Yeah. Okay, so. I I believe this story is a heck of a doozy. Um, I, I'm not one to get queasy or feel unsettled by unsettling things usually. But in all seriousness, when I first read this, it made me feel sick. And it's not because it's the most violent or graphic or even the most horrific thing. Uh, but I mean, just something about the woman in this story who commits these crimes it just it makes my skin crawl. Ooh. So, okay. So the woman I'm talking about today is Diane Staunt. Okay. Uh, and this story is everywhere right now. So I saw it in People, ABC, Daily Mail, The Sun. So I gathered my story and my information just little by little from all of those sources. And though this case wrapped up a few years back, this is all over the news because 2020 just released an interview with Diane. So if you find the story interesting, um, you know, I'll just leave that little tidbit there. You can you can check out the interview with her that 2020 just released. What's her name? Diane Staunt? Di- Diane Staunt. Honestly, I don't even know if I'm saying her last name right, okay. but I honestly don't care. She doesn't deserve okay. to have her name correctly <laughs> pronounced. So <laughs> she's staunt, whether whether it is or okay. isn't to me. This takes place in Springfield, Missouri. I've never been to Missouri, but I imagine it to be a very sweet and peaceful place. If you live in Missouri and you're listening, feel free to reach out to us and just confirm or deny <laughs> this. It could be a terrible place, but I imagine it to be very lovely. But Diane's living in Springfield with her husband and her high school sweetheart, Mark, and their four children, three daughters and one son. Now, Diane was the breadwinner of the household. She was a nurse, such a sweet and caring job. I mean, nurses are real life heroes by all other accounts than Diane. (laughs) 
And she was also really involved in her church. Okay. She was the church organist, even. And while Mark, her husband, I already was a hate her. And a... I already hate her. Oh, I hate organs. Yeah, right. She's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like the organ. So no. <laughs> that is such a good point. I mean, again, not to offend anyone who plays the organ if you're listening. <laughs> but like, come on, you can't deny that the organ is not the best sounding instrument no. of all of them. I refuse to have it played at my wedding because you know how a lot of weddings have the organ playing? Oh, I was like, no. Yes. No organ. Why? Do not. <laughs> Why play the organ when you can play the piano? I don't, it's like it's like the off-brand piano. It's the Satan's instrument. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Anywho. sorry, sorry. No, that was great. <laughs> So, while Mark, her husband, was a musician, not an organist, he was in a blues band, and uh, he'd bartend every so often, but uh, really he was the one that stayed at home and took care of their four children. Unfortunately, that ended on Easter of 2012 when Mark died unexpectedly. His body was found at home uh, with um, nothing unusual other than a ring of blood that was found around his uh, mouth. Um, but his death was investigated and the body was cremated and the detectives or the doctors ended up ruling his death at the time to have been from natural causes. Okay. Uh, now, Mark had a small life insurance policy set up at the time. when he, And so when he died, Diane ended up getting 20000 $20, it was at this point she decided the family needed, you know, a fresh start. So she bought herself and her four children just a slightly nicer home, pretty modest in just a different neighborhood. And as they were rebuilding their lives, five months after the death of her husband, Mark, her 26-year-old son, Sean, died unexpectedly as well. How many months later? Five months. Five months, okay. And her son was 26 years old. And now she told police that he was having serious flu-like symptoms for weeks leading up to his death. Oh, she poisoned them, and... didn't she? <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's, my That's your theory. Okay, That's your theory. Okay. So he was having serious flu-like symptoms um, and that he was also having very frequent seizures, which he had been known to have throughout his life, mm. seizures, but she was saying that they were becoming more frequent. Okay. So, you know, police, they were like, okay, sounds cool. He must have died naturally. Ruled it as a natural death and left without any other questions. Now, remember, I said Diane was really involved with her church. Yes. And in June... Devil worshiping organ. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, in June 2013, only nine months after her son passed... Her 24-year-old daughter, Sarah, became ill and was then admitted to the hospital. Oh, my gosh. And it was at this point that her pastor, Jeff Sippy, Jeff Sippy, which, I mean, that last name is so fun. I just want to say I love the last name, Sippy. <laughs> Sippy, like a Sippy cup? Yeah, okay. that's how it's spelled. <laughs> Jeff Sippy. He, he deserves the cr- correct pronunciation okay. of his last okay. name. So her pastor... Uh, Jeff Sippy made an anonymous call to the police. And during this call, Jeff told police detective Neil McAmis that Diane lacked emotion when her husband died. And he thought that that was really bizarre. And all around her, just 
her reactions were, were odd, even after the passing of her son. He also said that he and Mark, her husband, had been not super close, but close enough. And once a month, they would go out and get coffee and catch up. And he could not think of any reason why Mark would die. There were no signs or indications that he was aware of. And the pastor said he really became concerned after the son died and Diane had no emotion that she had expressed whatsoever. Um, There was even, I saw this in one story that she had even, he had, that, that the pastor had also mentioned that Diane had a party immediately following the death of her husband, um, which he had thought that was odd too. Uh, Yeah. Unless it was like some kind of death day party. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And she didn't have a funeral for either her son or her husband. Okay. And both bodies were cremated. The pastor said there was nothing in him that believed either death to be of natural cause. And it was in this call that he told the detective that he believed Diane killed her son and her husband and was going to do the same thing to their daughter, Sarah. Okay. He also told them that he believed Sarah's death was, quote, imminent. So, yeah. So finally... The police are like, okay, maybe we should well, three, do some three work here. Three deaths later, maybe we should, you know, get off our butts and stop eating <laughs> donuts and go do something. <laughs> exactly. You think when the son died so soon after, you do a little investigative yeah. work. But I, I don't know. I'm not a police officer, but I just, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, though, they're like, okay, maybe we should do something. So they rush to the hospital. They speak with the doctors and the staff to see what the, the situation is. And doctors told them that Sarah was experiencing flu-like symptoms, but also experiencing liver and kidney failure consistent with poisoning. So the doctors were suspicious. I just thought it was weird that the police had to go to the doctors. And then at that point, the doctors were like, hey, yeah, we do think this is suspicious. I would almost think that the doctors would have reached out to the police. But I don't know. I don't know the order of these You things. would think if they suspected some type of poisoning, then... Foul play. Yeah, totally. But they didn't. So everyone's just kind of... <laughs> okay. Doing it, just going with it. They're like, whatever. But anyway, so after this news, detectives, they looked into the bodies of uh, Mark and Sean. Obviously, they had been cremated, so not their physical bodies, but photo evidence, anything that they could go back in the reporting. And they found that bol- that they both... So Sean and Mark had the same ring of blood around their mouth when their bodies were found. What do you mean like a ring of blood? Like it was just dried blood or? Like a stain. Yep. Okay. Yep, exactly. Huh. Yeah. So that's when they were like, yeah, we got to bring Diane in for questioning. And at first she was like, listen, guys, I may not be the best mom, but I didn't hurt my kids. But that lasted like not long at all. Few hours. And then she's like, oh, you know what? I did put antifreeze in my husband's drink as well as my son's. Oh. Forgot to mention that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Her 26-year-old son. And so this is this is where I started just uh, – my, my skin was already crawling, but this is – it just takes a whole new level. She said she was tired of her – her husband, and wanted him out of the picture. And when she was asked why, she said, quote, I hated his guts. He would throw things at me. He would throw things at the kids. I guess I had just had enough. Now, (laughs) 
Her son, she explained, suffered from a history of seizures as well as autism. And she said her reason for murdering her son, Sean, was because he was, quote, a significant burden to her. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst thing you could say about your child. Oh. Right? At 26, right? I, too, I mean, how much of a burden? I don't know. Well, I don't know. She, you think that'd be the worst thing. But then she goes on to say, quote, Sean would be interfering with whatever I would do. He was more than a bother. You know, he was really worse than a pest. <gasps> Right? This is awful. My heart just broke. But when asked to explain now why her daughter was next on her hit list, (laughs) she said she began poisoning her with antifreeze because she had significant college debt and, you know, she didn't want to have to pay it. (laughs) How old old was the daughter again? I'm sorry. Her daughter was 24 years old. Okay, so two years difference between the son and her. Okay. Yep. That's crazy. So just because she had debt. I, yes. I don't know. That's Her 24-year-old daughter, Sarah. Yeah. She, yeah. So was it a slow poisoning or was it like an, like she gave them the antifreeze and they were instantly dead the same day? You know, that's a great question. I actually did not see anything in the articles that went on to give detail okay. around how much. Now, we can kind of go into that a little bit later, but wait, I'll tell you kind of how this wraps okay. up. But okay. Now, at this point, while Sarah is in the hospital um, and they brought Diane in for uh, questioning and she admits to uh, what she's just admitted, they decide to bring in her other daughter, Rachel, who was 23. And at first, Rachel denied any wrongdoing until they got a warrant for the house uh, and they ended up discovering her diary and they brought her diary into the questioning while they were questioning Rachel. And here's a clip of what they read to her. Quote, it's sad when I realized how my father will pass on in the next two months. <gasps> Sean, my brother, will move on shortly oh. after. It it will be tough getting used to the changes, but everything will work out. <laughs> so she knew, or did she do it? So she knew. There's no... I, I, I don't know if she was an active participant, but she played a role. But so detectives said Rachel told them that her mother was the only one that understood her and that they could really relate to one another. Crazy. They're both crazy. And absolutely. <laughs> they're both crazy. And her mother told her that she was the golden child and it was just going to be the two of them in the end. Oh, in hell. <laughs> absolutely the fiery pits of the hottest hell playing her devil organ (laughs) for satan himself i also want to say i like we're not we're not laughing because this is funny but just the uncomfortability of this situation it's a tragic story but it's so uncomfortable Oh, so Diane and Rachel, they were convicted in 2015. Oh, sorry. Before I get there, I just want to say uh, Diane being the uh, piece of trash that she is. Shortly after she admitted to doing these things, she then goes, oh, you know what? I didn't. I didn't do it. So she then goes on to deny all of it. Okay. And which... From what I could find, she still denies to this day. So, like I said, they just released a like lengthy 2020 interview. 
Um, from what it sounds like, she's still denying that she did. Wait a second. Murders. Please tell me she's in jail or prison or she is. Oh, no, no, okay. no, she is. So, so they were. So Diane and Rachel, her daughter, were convicted in 2015. Um, Diane was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And Rachel was given a plea deal of life in prison with the possibility of parole after a 42-year sentence if she was willing to testify against her mother if needed. And she ended up taking the plea deal uh, and was sentenced to second-degree murder for both her father and brother. Whoa, did she say anything about the sister in her diary? You mentioned the husband. Yes. Okay. Yes, she did. So, um, oh, the... The one that was, well, hold on. Remember in the beginning I had said there were four children. Oh, yeah, that's right. So so we've covered the son, Sean. We've covered Sarah, who's in the hospital. Rachel, who was, um, who aided Diane. And then uh, there's Brianna, who is nine years old when all of this began. Oh. And she ended up being placed in foster care. And aside from that, I can't find anything on where she is now. Oh, really? Yeah, that's. Wow, so that, and this was in 2015? 2015, yep. So she would be 16 now, I guess, somewhere in there? Yeah, 16, yeah, you're absolutely right, so 16. Huh. Um, And Sarah, or I do just want to go back to Sarah, the one that was in the hospital. Um, She ended up, now again, I can't find a lot on where she's at now, but I do know that she ended up experiencing significant brain damage and nerve damage as a result of the poisoning that her mother um, did to her. So, so you, she, I mean, this, I'm sorry. What? I was just say, where, where did you say, we don't know where she's at now? We don't know where okay. she's at, but like I said, she did experience significant brain damage, brain damage and nerve damage oh my gosh. from the poisoning. Um, so, I mean, Diane just like, just destroyed her whole family. That's crazy. For, for nothing. So that's the story of Diane, whatever her last name is. I'm curious, like, about the antifreeze, if she was putting it in their drinks or whatever, were they not able to taste it? Or was it such a small amount? That's what makes me wonder if maybe, I guess she probably would have had been poisoning them over time. Would have to. In really tiny amounts so that you wouldn't even taste it. I would imagine. That's insane. Yeah, I would think so. But I'm definitely going to check out the 2020 interview and, uh... Hopefully that'll give maybe a little bit more information too, maybe to how she actually committed the murders and what that looked like. Right. And the interview is just with her. It's just with her and she's in prison. I just saw like photos of it and she's in her whole prison wardrobe. She looks like trash, which is, you know, great. (laughs) That's crazy. I can't even imagine. And to do that to your vulnerable son with autism. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that if, you know, animals, if they lick up antifreeze and stuff like that, it can, it'll kill them and all. So I didn't, can't even. Like quick on the spot? I believe so. Relatively quick. Yeah. There's something about it. I think it has like a fishy smell or something to it too that attracts animals. So they say that if you have antifreeze, make sure you're putting it away and it's not leaking because animals will lick it up and they'll die from it. Just throwing that out there. So I just Googled uh, how much antifreeze does it take to kill, which um, after I hit enter, I should have thought about that. 
in case my search history is like <laughs> something happens to Dylan and I'm investigated. They're like, we saw your search that you searched for how to kill people with with, with uh, antifreeze. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, I'll vouch so, for you. and it's <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> Um, so it says oral, orally lethal doses in humans have been reported at approximately 1.4 milliliters of pure antifreeze. That's not so, that much. Oh, it says as little as two ounces of antifreeze can kill a dog. Oh, okay. So two ounces. That That's... That's... I understand ounces more than milliliters. So yeah, that's... Me too. That's definitely... Yeah. I mean, that's still a fair amount. They would have to be, like, drinking it out of a bowl or something at that point. That was an interesting story. I'm definitely creeped out about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I guess I don't... I don't think I have any other... Any... I think you pretty much answered everything about that story. That was well done. Well done story. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. There was, uh... It was... It was pretty messed up to... To keep going. So, as we wrap up our podcast today, I have a a question I want to throw out there for you. Okay, shoot. Would you rather be dragged off into the woods by Goatman and eaten, or would you Hmm. rather die? Whatever else the second one is. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. So, it doesn't matter what I'm going to say, you'd rather die that way. (laughs) I mean... uh... I'm open. I'm I'm not that open, but sure. Let's hear what you got. Or would you rather die by antifreeze poisoning slowly? Ooh. As you is it rot? What is it? What did you say the antifreeze does to you? I don't know. I didn't say. I I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it kills you. What else do you need to know? You die. You're done. You're you dead. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> would you rather? Which one would you rather die by? Goatman oh or gosh. antifreeze? Probably antifreeze. Yeah, just because the idea of being eaten alive does there. I can't think of anything that would be. And he's not going to have a big mouth, so you're going to be eaten alive slowly. <laughs> it's not like a shark or a whale where, like, two bites and just, you're done. Where he just chomps, chomps your head and you're gone. <laughs> yes. No, this is a slow eaten by death. And I feel like he would be very sadistic. It, it would not be fun. So, going with antifreeze. Okay. How about you? Uh, okay, let me think about this one for a minute. So, Goatman shows up at my car rips me out drags mm-hmm. me into the forest by my hair absolutely i'm kicking and screaming on the ground let me go let me go and he's like mm-hmm. no i'm going to eat you and then he drags me and chops off my head which they'll find 14 years later by the way and know it's me and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah so i think i think i'm going to go with that one <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> I mean, because at least I would be remembered, you know? I would be remembered would as you? the person that got eaten by Goatman, right? But you would not be remembered. Who? Give me one of the names of the people who have been eaten by Goatman. There are no <laughs> names because none of them are confirmed to have been eaten by Goatman. 
He works in mystery. He works behind in the shadows. <laughs> okay, but I would still be intertwined with the Goatman legend, okay? As one of those potential people that potentially sure. could have been eaten by Goatman, right? All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you your three minutes of fame Thank you. after Thank you. That's your, all I ask. <laughs> your horrible death. That's all I ask. If you're listening out there and like our podcast, the best thing you can do to support us is to leave a review on whatever platform you get your podcast from. And as always, we thank you for listening. I'm Chris. And I'm Liz. Later, pod people. Bye.